0: Put on my blue sweet shoes, baby. Bought at the plane. I touched down in the land of the
1: Delta Blues in the middle of the pouring rain. WC handy when you look down over me. Hey, I got a first class ticket, and I was fly as a guy.
0: very first move is the executive wants to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on Twitter? Hey, Introduce your sports, man. Come on now. Hey bro, you listening to the
1: sports desk? You're listening to the sports
0: show. New sports guests. He lied! Y'all must have forgot, forgot, forgot! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk I'm your guy one more time, Deidre L. Hicks Jr. Back live in studio and, uh, and as always, remember folks That I am here to give it to you raw and uncut And this your man Black, we are
1: back in the building for another episode One of your favorite sportsologists in the building, D, let's get into it
0: Yes sir, yes sir, welcome everyone to episode 145, okay We are chugging and chugging and chugging along Uh, Throughout these episodes and again we just thank you guys for stopping by and hearing what me and Black have to say So as always, well not as always, over the past few weeks we've been splitting up the football weekend Touchdown Cowboys, as I say that But today is not the NFL show, today is the college football show Okay, So we're splitting up the college football weekend on one show And then we're giving you the National Football League weekend uh, wrap up review The next day, okay? But before we get into any football Last night was one of the rare occasions That the boxing world causes everyone to stop Now that's not a diss to boxing, it is the truth It's not that often that everybody cares About a particular boxing event Well last night, we were treated Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, three Alright, we're getting ready to dive right into it because I have a lot of things to say uh, uh, about this fight. One, I have a lot of things to say about, um, of course, what took place during the fight, but after, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, But black man, hey, this thing has been, it seemed like these guys have been fighting for the last five years, man. Uh, fury and wilder the third edition last night tyson fury ultimately getting the victory by uh, knockout in the 11th round you don't get trilogies that often let alone heavyweight trilogies that often um just jump right into it, black what did you think about the fight last night the highs the lows just the entertainment the energy everything with wilder and fury last night
1: well, I just want to say congratulations to both of the guys, man. You know, somebody always have to lose, mm-hmm. and it's a winner unless you get a draw. But the energy was crazy in the building, man. Yeah. Uh, the celebrities were out. Yep. You know, you can, you can, you can feel it coming off the TV screen. You know, so. But um, very exciting fight. The I was asked a question today. They was like, man, um, Black, what you, what would you rank this at? This fight, like just, just the fight itself. Not the trilogy, just this fight. I said, man, that's that's a good one because we haven't really had a lot of great heavyweight fights. It's been a really, really, very long time. Me, honestly, the first thing that came to my mind, like with excitement and energy, like that, and and as competitive as this one was, was the Rumble in the Jungle with Ali and uh, Foreman. So (laughs) I really because. Heavyweight's always been so dominant through the years. I Mike think, Tyson, Lennox Lewis. Well, Tyson and Holyfield. You know, they, yeah, but it was just so much. Their second one. If you were was talking was about the roof. build up, it was, yeah. but the second one, you can't. Chaos. <laughs> chaos. Just chaos, just chaos. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't put that up there. I'm talking about just plain old. The fight itself. The fight itself. Now, I'm talking about fighting. These boys was fighting last night, D. Mm-hmm. And man, I just. I give all props to Deontay Wilder, man. He he tried everything he could, bro. But you hear it all day on Twitter. You see it on Instagram. You see it on TV in the morning, uh, Sunday morning when you wake up. Deontay Wilder just is not on the level with a Tyson Fury when it comes to boxing, and we've seen that. But I love what Deontay did. He was j- I loved him. J- I love seeing him come out and try to. Get the jab going. And it was working for him a little bit. It was working for him. Cause the jab kind of set up on two of his knockdowns if if no one really paid attention to the fight. But man, it was it was it was good to see Wilder try something different. But once you get hurt and once you get dropped, man, and Fury was putting all that weight on him, man, and he you just you just go back to <laughs> what you've been doing. And that's he was just trying to get Fury out of there, man. He was just throwing what he could, but Fury did exactly what he said. He was going to lean on him, weigh on him. D, I was telling you this in the text, man. I was like, Fury ain't got on that weight for nothing, bro. Two seventy. He went in there at 280 last night. And I mean, he put the whole 280 on Deontay Wilder. And he couldn't have He He broke him down round after round. Round after round. Even though he had the knockdowns. And Fury Fury was really, really hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, and we had been leading up to the fight. We had been saying, if Wilder was going to win this fight, he was going to have to take Fury out. And man, Fury got up both times. Mm -hmm. So, D, this fight was very... Man, I was left in awe. I was Mm -hmm. left in awe, D. Mm -hmm. And just to see... How these guys gave it down all in their man, for 11 rounds. No one expected this to go 11 rounds. But mm-hmm. when I tell you from Bell Ring to round 11, mm-hmm. we were treated to, man, to one of the best boxing, uh, heavyweight boxing matches we've seen in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, man, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> it's just, I'm just excited about it, man. Fury, he potentially going to go down to, as the best heavyweight boxer of his era. You know, this man is 31-0, and 0, undefeated. He didn't been lean, he's Lino champion, WBC champion. He's been undisputed champion. Like he's done everything you needed to do. And and the one thing about these fights, and we talked about D and you said it, this that fight felt like it was for everything. Yep. <laughs> it felt like it was for everything, man. And I and I have to agree with you now after seeing that fight. Like, when he fight USEC or whenever that happens, it's not going to have the same energy. Because Yusek not going to bring that same pop that Wilder brings, Mm-mm. you know. So, uh, great fight, D. We were treated. Uh, love what I saw from uh, Tyson Fury, man. Even though he got knocked down, he got back up and showed why he's the best in the world. He showed why he the first best in the world. And Deontay Wilder would be second. He said it. And also, uh, shout out Deontay Wilder, man. He took a he took a beating, he took a beating, but uh, he fought through a lot. I was happy to see him uh, last that long because I didn't think he was gonna last that long. But uh, very very good fight, D. I was impressed with everything with it.
0: Yeah, leading up into a me and Black when it was announced, we were not flattered about it. We were not excited about it at all. We were kind of just kind of like, man, whatever. You know, we'll watch it because you know it's boxing, but you know we really weren't too excited about it. And this fight had been building and building probably for, man, I want to say about six months or maybe seven months now. Uh, It was put on hold with Fury catching COVID twice Um, and, you know, just chugging along, chugging along, trying to get this fight. And it came out that Fury didn't even want the fight. He wanted to move on to fight Joshua, which I don't blame Fury for wanting to do. The Wilder camp tried to throw it out there like he was afraid to fight Wilder again. And we all know that wasn't the truth. You know Fury just wanted to go ahead and get that mega fight across the uh, across the water, so to speak, for all the marbles. And we see how that uh, took place with Anthony Joshua <laughs> losing the Usyk in a dis- disgusting fashion. So last night, the culmination of the event between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder was what it was supposed to be overall. That's why you got to love sports. A lot of times you don't see things like this coming. The house was packed. The energy was through the roof. You just didn't know. I myself, I picked Tyson Fury to win this fight months in advance, but I talked myself into thinking that Deontay Wilder could somehow, some way, get in there and get it done due to the fact that, like Black just stated, this was for everything. The winner of this fight is the true face. You got a man in Newssek out here with three belts, and nobody cares. No one cares. Because Tyson Fury is now the face of boxing, the face of the heavyweight division. He just got to have the coordination to get the rest of the belts, whatever that is going to be. Fight takes place. You see Wilder, man, throwing it. I was like, okay, throwing jabs to the body, throwing jabs up top. You hear Andre Ward and Lennox Lewis like really talking through what Deontay Wilder is trying to do. And Tyson Fury was befuddled, man. You can see that he was confused. He was really trying to figure Fury out, uh, Wilder out, especially in that first and probably that second half of that second round. He was really off task. He really was. And he started going to the clinch, trying to lay on him, trying to lay on him, trying to lay on him and trying to get Wilder, you know, to kind of fall back. But from everything that I took in this fight, one, Deontay Wilder heard the noise. He can't box. He's a one trick pony. Right hand. That's it. Well, he went out there and he boxed last night. We wanted Deontay Wilder to box, he boxed. Was he very good at it? No. That's just the truth. He looked awkward throwing the jab. He looked awkward trying to move move his head and do some footwork. He didn't look comfortable doing it. Now, did it work for a small time? Absolutely it did because Fury wasn't expecting that. As we move over later into the fight, the crazy thing about this was after Fury had been knocked down twice, The man got better as the fight went. The man was fresher as the fight went. He looked more sharp, more crisp, more powerful as the fight went. Deontay took a beating from the 5th round to the 11th round. He was getting haymaker after haymaker, but he didn't quit. Last fight, his corner threw in the towel. This fight, he went out on the shield like he wanted to. I respect that. I applaud that he went out like a true champion. Deontay Wilder... I don't feel no different about Deontay Wilder today than I did before this fight started. I still feel the same way. Deontay Wilder will have fights lined up in the heavyweight division for pay-per-view and people will pay to watch it. Because these other boys out here in the heavyweight division, they getting knocked out by Deontay Wilder. But it was only one problem last night. The very best in this world and the generational heavyweight talent. And Tyson Fury was in the ring with him last night. You see the difference, man. It's not even close. I say it all the time. You put Floyd Mayweather's skill set, Andre Ward's skill set, uh, 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 Canelo's skill set. They, uh, He he got all of it. <laughs> he got all of it. This man, in my opinion, I love, y'all know I love Canelo. I, Saul, that's my boy. But let me tell you something, man. He not the pound for pound best. Tyson Fury is, man. It is ridiculous for a six foot seven man to come into that ring at 290 pounds and move the way he did last night against a mass murderer. Deontay Wilder is a killer. And we were treated to an epic war, an epic battle, but I don't want it to be undermined. It was clear that Tyson Fury was just better. He was better in the second fight. Clearly in the first fight, he was getting his bearings on him, but you've seen it in the second half of that first fight. You saw it, man. Wilder's losing this fight until he hit that bomb and then that man rose from the dead? <laughs> he rose from the dead and, and it'll never, it'll, it'll be something where we'll never, ever forget. So I tip my hat to the two gentlemen, but I also want to tip my hat to Mr. Tyson Fury because we saw greatness last night. Greatness is when someone is threatened. Look at all the champions and no matter what sport. The champion always is threatened. Someone's coming. And to defy that, you have to be great. And that's what Tyson Fury was. We see it all the time. No matter what the sport is, a champion always have to prove that they're worthy. Mm -hmm. And Tyson Fury proved that last night. So, a lot of money was made last night. Fury will go on to beat Usyk or Anthony Joshua because Joshua has invoked his rematch clause and this fight will happen early spring. And then after that, maybe we'll get Fury in the win of that fight in London or England or wherever it is over there to unify the heavyweight division once and for all. But I don't want people to continue to bash Deontay Wilder. This is what I want to address. It's a lot of idiots out there who kind of ticked me off on social media last night. One thing I love to say when it comes to sport the people who talk the craziest amount of trash, do yourselves a favor and put yourself in the mindset of getting in the ring against a six foot eight, six foot nine, six foot seven, 300 pound man who at any moment could kill you. Mm. Can you put your mind there? We ain't talking about basketball here. No, no. Anybody could talk trash. Oh, LeBron, he ain't do this. Or, or Kyrie, he ain't do that. Or KD, he ain't do it. If you can hoop, you can hoop. But boxing, Mm. that's not an everyday thing for everybody. It's not. MMA, that's not an everyday thing for everybody. You got to be psychotic. What you say they ain't screwed. Screws ain't tight. (laughs) The screws ain't tight to get in there and do that combative sports. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I see the people bashing Wilder Oh I could I seen one dude say He could have did What Deontay No you couldn't have sir Taxi Fury would have Knocked both your eyeballs Your nose and your lips Off your face With one punch mm. hmm. So let's appreciate The moment last night You want to know The reason why I don't give uh, Teams hell When somebody loses In the game 7 You know why I didn't really Really kill KD When they lost In game 7 Against Milwaukee Because I see What that man did Now he lost But i saw what he did i'm not finna bash that i can't do what he did Mm -hmm. i'm not finna do that so let's appreciate the moment the moment is we were treated to greatness last night (laughs) the truth is tyson fury is the very best heavyweight and pound for pound in my opinion he's the best boxer in the world he's better than terence crawford he's better than canelo alvarez he's better than them all because in my opinion he walks into those fights with these heavyweights with the most to lose. These are massive men. Mm-hmm. And for someone to be skilled like that? Have we ever seen this black in a heavyweight? People say, look at Lennox Lewis in his younger days. Okay, cool. They say, go look at George Foreman in his younger days. Muhammad Ali in their younger days. But they weren't big as this dude. They what? not They weren't big as this man. Mm-mm. And he's doing these things, and it's like it's effortless when he's in the ring. So, sorry for the long-winded response, but I wanted to get all of that out. Because I was on the—I couldn't even go to sleep after the fight. I literally stayed up an extra hour and a half after the fight was over. I couldn't either, bro. Because I was so awoke, man. I was i was just awoke. Because I was like, yo, we really just sat here and we watched this. And to look at Wilder grind and groove himself to just stay alive. He stayed alive as long as he could until that last shot to the equilibrium put him down. And he laid there, and he should have nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone should have been applauding after that fight was over. Because you want to know why? And I hate to say this, that's the last great heavyweight fight we'll see in Mm. a very long time. I don't see any other contributors to the heavyweight division that's going to give us something like that. Think about it. Who's left in the heavyweight division to mix up and give us a recipe of a fight like that? I don't know any off the top of my head. Black, maybe you can help me. I can't. I can't,
1: D. You just said something. And I didn't even think about that. Like We retreated. That makes you want to go back and watch it again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, for sure. I just, man, look. I'm just impressed, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just impressed. Like you, D, I, I stayed up an extra... Thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, just thinking about wow. What did we just? What did we just witness? Couldn't sleep, and you could tell it, man. Even the crowd, like mm-hmm. I've never seen a crowd that basically stood up a whole fight. The crowd was up on their feet the entire whole fight. Mm-hmm. To get a heavyweight, f- people. I don't think people really understand what going over heavyweights. We usually don't get eleven rounds of heavyweights going the distance, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this thing, man. I'm like, man, both of these boys 6'5 plus, two hundred. Deontay Wilder two forty in there, yep. And Wilder, like you, I mean, and Fury, like you say, almost two ninety in there, yep. And I'm looking at these boys, man, on the ropes, and they so long, man. They about <laughs> look like they about to fall, fall out, out, out the, the room. That's crazy. And I mean, some of the shots that Fury was landing. He was landing the muzzle look like Wilder was out the road.
0: Bruh. (laughs) Freakish, bruh. I'm like, man. Yeah, man.
1: This one thing, and this is one thing I hope me and my homeboy could could witness. Mm -hmm. A heavyweight fight, two big dudes. I just want to see how massive they are in that small ring. Yeah. I want to witness that. We've seen it before in MMA with John Jones and how huge he was in Mm -hmm. the octagon. Mm -hmm. But it's different. John Jones ain't
0: almost 300 pounds. No, he's not 6'7". Yeah. Right. <laughs> so,
1: man, to see that on TV, man, to be treated like that, man. Yes, yes. Boxing stood up last night. Yes. Boxing needed that. Yeah. Bob Aram, shout out to you. Shout out to Bob, for sure. For getting this done. Who was up on Deontay Wilder's side? Thank you mm-hmm. for making this trilogy happen. We needed that. We haven't been treated to great heavyweight fights since Mike Tyson and the Van... I mean, Mike Tyson the Van Der field, Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm.
0: And we were retreated to something great last night. And you know what? Not to cut you off, but the last great heavyweight fight that I saw, like, great fight, was when Fury beat Klitschko. Yeah. And that was across the pond. They not even they didn't even make
1: a real huge deal out of here in the States, but across the pond it was a big deal. That was three o'clock in the
0: afternoon on a Saturday, because we was together. And that one, that's when Fury Name wasn't even that big. And Clisco was just running through the world. Everybody. No matter who you was. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This man was involved in the last great one we seen. Think about
1: who he's beaten. Think yes, about sir. the names he's beaten. Yeah. And yeah. when you when you go to talking about Canelo and Canelo's great Terrence Crawford's great, yeah. but they hadn't had this. That like this. They hadn't had that like one fight. No. You can be like, man, no. Canelo's always been better uh, than everybody other than Floyd. Other than and Floyd. He's fault. He people always expected Canelo to win in every fight he went in. Mm-hmm. Everybody expected Terrence Crawford to win every fight he's in, went in. Everybody expected Earl Spence to win every fight he went in. Who's threatening them? And, and no one has never threatened those three guys. But Tyson Fury's been threatened. Yes, he has. He's yeah. been down on the mat several times. Yes. Hey, man. We had five knockdowns last night, if nobody don't realize that. Yes. A true war. We had men that was 200 pounds plus 300 pounds. Five knockdowns. Hit Usually happy. when
0: heavyweight situation is one and done. And they not
1: getting up. <laughs>
0: These brothers These boys up. got
1: up Off the mat As bad as Wilder Was hurting This was I was like Dang I was like I'm looking at the TV Like dang man Wilder got hard tonight He hard Cause bruh. the stuff That dropped him Fury stopping anybody Else with that Not getting up And vice versa And vice <laughs> And vice versa I mean I'm looking at Wilder When he hit Fury And, and Fury was in
0: the corner Like what the shit
1: <laughs> They just hit yeah, me Yeah
0: Yeah yeah. And and the, and the the second time when Fury was on the mat, he was literally looking up in the sky. And in the in the post conference, they asked him, What hey, what were you doing? Can you remember what you were doing when you looking up for the sky? And Fury said, I was looking for answers. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, bro In
1: that fight, as dominant as dominant as Fury was leading up, like you said, from fifth round on, as dominant as he was. Deontay Wilder still had his chances. He did. Deontay Wilder still hurt Fury. He did. But Deontay Wilder was spent and he was done. He was done. He was done. He, was, he done. was hitting them with shots, but they weren't powerful enough to drop them. Nope. They
0: wasn't powerful enough. So And he went on that, that big Fury in the fourth round. Yeah. Where Fury was hurt bad. <laughs> and he went on that Hell of a run Throwing right hand And I said Oh he going for it And I thought and I thought he had him I thought he had him too But Fury survived Yeah And you kind of could tell When when uh, Wilder went back To his corner You kind of seen The look in his eyes And he was like That was my chance Yeah and it's one thing favorite. I can say about us, man. We we watch a lot of boxing. We watch a yeah. lot
1: of MMA. Yeah. MMA is a little harder because anything in the MMA, anybody can come up and mm-hmm. you know it's it's hard to really say, oh, that person that dominant. We expect him to win, mm-hmm. but in boxing, you get that. But to <laughs> but to see Tyson Fury, man, and in everything and even in everything that he's go he's going through people don't realize this man had covid twice leading up to this fight he had covid twice he was going through uh issues with his newborn baby a lot of stuff going on in Tyson Fury's corner But he found a way to get it done, D. He did. That's why I say, boy, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight of this era and will continue to be until until proven differently. And like you say, D, it ain't no one bad man out there to prove it differently. I
0: don't see him. I don't see him. So last night we were treated, man. It's rare that boxing does this. It's rare that boxing stops the world. It, It has to be Floyd or yeah, Canelo don't even stop the world. You don't. Canelo draws the boxing community out. Earl Spence brings out the boxing community. Terrence Crawford brings out the boxing community. But when was the last fight that the world stopped? And I'll tell you when it was. McGregor and Mayweather. Mm. That's the last one. That's crazy. And you want to know how long ago that was? That was a really long time ago, folks. Really long time. So hey, Appreciate what you saw last night Get all your little ridiculous jokes Out of here And when you get a chance Like I'm going to do Because Showtime said They running the fight next Saturday It's coming on Oh yeah I gotta watch that I'm watching Yeah Cause I need to relive it Because when you're watching something Live in real time You miss a lot mm-hmm. Cause you're just so invested in it You're so riled up You're so energetic <laughs> So I look forward to watching that again Congratulations to Tyson Fury Salute salute to Deontay Wilder and, and
1: let me say this man I've been hearing a lot of people oh man Deontay Wilder is done no he's, no, he's not, not done
0: no he's not at
1: the end of the day this still is box- yep. boxing anything can happen yep. Deontay Wilder can put his name back in the mix of whatever if something wild happened I don't think it's going to happen long as Fury is the champion yeah. but he's not done people stop no. saying he's done He like he lost to a better fighter the best he lost to a better fighter and like Fury say Deontay Wilder is a good fighter. Yeah, but he's not better than me. Correct. I will always be better than Deontay Wilder. And And people looked at Deontay Wilder. I mean, looked at Tyson Fury crazy for saying that. Like he, like he was tripping. This man been boxing since he came out of the womb. Eight years old. Eight years old. He's been boxing. And what makes you think he gonna do to a guy who picked boxing up at nineteen years old, even though he's a mass murderer? Yes, he is. Deont Tyson Fury D. His skill set, like you said, to be that big. <laughs> it's incredible. And the way this guy put punches, most heavyweights you just see him have knockout power. Yeah. But Fury is Mike Tyson, Evand- Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis. And Tyson Fury are the only three heavyweights I've seen in my lifetime to put put their boxing remember. skills together mm-hmm. and use them hands, bruh, And it looked like you watching a symphony.
0: Yes, sir. Well said. Well said.
1: Well so said. like D said, man, y'all retreated last night. If you didn't get to watch that, you better block it. You better uh, go watch Showtime Saturday if they re-air it, when they re-air it and go watch this fight, man. Because boxing stopped. The whole world of boxing stopped for a while. It
0: did. For this fight. And we were treated to a great, great heavyweight bout. We were. We were for sure. So, congratulations to those guys. Congratulations to Fury. Salute to Deontay Wilder Jr., Man, I just hope, I hope that we can get another moment from boxing like this uh, sooner than later. All right, let's go ahead and transition out of boxing, man. (laughs) Black, it seems like every time we come in here, we got another wild weekend of college football. And boy, did we not have another one yesterday. So let's go ahead and get into this college football. But We're going to switch up that music this week. (laughs) In
1: the Sports Desk Hey bro, you listening to The Sports Desk You're listening to The Sports
0: Show you thought y'all wasn't gonna hit <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna hit. Now, you know
1: Hold on, bro. Let me say. I'm sorry go for hey, cutting you ahead, off, bro. Ahead. No, no, no. Go You ahead. know what, bro? I just want to say, bro. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Cause you know I get ahead of myself sometimes, bro. Yeah. You know I do. I just when when stuff get to looking right, <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm not sitting here saying that everything is all uh, roses.
0: It's sure, it's not. Sure. sure, it's not.
1: But 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 for one game. Yeah. For one game.
0: Yeah.
1: It just looked right. It did. And you, when I called you, you said, Black, don't jinx it, man. Because <laughs> you know yeah. how I get, bro. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I just politely got off the phone and said, bro, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> but I, I just want you to know I appreciate you, bro, yeah. for keeping me even key, yeah. my boy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I had the game old man, and I had I had two or three games at the one time. And I'm trying my hardest just not to watch it. <laughs> I'm just watching the score as the time go down. You know what I'm saying, but we'll get into all that, man. I just wanted to kind of, you know, uh, set the tone real quick. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean. But yeah. we'll get to the uh, uh, astounding win <laughs> from the Mike Norvell-led Florida State Seminoles on yesterday, <laughs> defeating my guy, m- defeating the Fighting Mac Browns out there in Chapel Hill yesterday. But we'll get into that in a minute. But black down goes number one. The Alabama Crimson Tide, my boy, take a dive last night, losing 41-38 to to the Texas A&M Aggies at Texas A&M night game, 100,000. The almighty 23-and-no record for Nick Saban against his former assistants is no more. I saw a great tweet last night, like when The Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar and when Paul Hammond say, oh, I'm the, w- the one behind the 23, is me. That is your boy, Jimbo Fisher, finally getting a win against uh, Nick Saban. Black, let's go ahead and get into the game. Coming in, Black, did you think the Aggies had a fighting chance of knocking off number one? I got something tremendous to say after you get off, but I want to hear what you got going on. Alabama loses. They're no longer number one. Texas A&M gets their biggest win since Jimbo has been there. How did you feel about last night, Black?
1: Um, I was shocked, man. I was really shocked, D. I, I really didn't expect that. I thought Bama would have won that game by a thousand looking at how uh <laughs> Texas AM been playing lately, you know, and man. But I can tell you this, D. For three hours last night, I seen why I miss Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> I really did, because if it's one guy Get, and when it come down to like one big game that you really, really need, Jimbo is one of those coaches. Mm-hmm. And as bad as AM been playing the past two weeks, injuries as well. To get your second string quarterback and those guys and your deep and those guys ready to rock and roll and knock off number one, that's amazing to me, D. Jimbo Fisher had these guys locked in from kick yeah. from kickoff. And man, I mean Haymakers this was this was a big boy bout. Yes it was. <laughs> yes it was I mean Haymakers was thrown. Yes. They was going back and forth, man, Great but game. hey, Jimbo did what he needed to do. hmm Got that ball down there to get in to get in line to kick the field goal, man, to knock off number one. Mm-hmm. People I just think people really need really need to relax. Okay. You know, I think people really need to relax and talk about oh man. Nick been going to fire somebody? No. Listen to me. It's, this is college football. If anyone hasn't been paying attention to college football this year, ever since week one, man, we've been treated every week. God. And let me say this. This season right here has been better than a lot of seasons in the past.
0: Yeah. This has been a <laughs> I had one
1: dude tell me he was like, Man, football, he said, man, it must be the COVID shot. Cause these boys played out their mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he,
1: said, he said it must be the COVID shot. Cause, Cause he said this college football season will literally have you on the edge of your seat. And I'm not even talking about your team playing. If you sit in back and just watch any you watch any any big time game yesterday, you were intrigued. Mm-hmm. Any game that was, any team that was ranked, any team that was, you were intrigued by it. You stopped. You didn't, you didn't always flip through. You stop And was like, man, let me take a peek in at this and see what's going on over here. Mm-hmm. And man, <laughs> to be treated to a football season like this and have these guys giving their all, it's amazing, D. So I think people really need to chill when they say, oh man, Bama, they ain't got what they had the years before. No, teams are just getting better. Teams are just getting better. Not to say that Bama, Bama's not a bad team. They just, what got Bama, in my opinion, was that 110000 And Jimbo Fisher had the perfect game plan to, to get Bama out of there. And that's what he did. Shout out to Texas and them on a huge win. Bama going to be all right, bro. They're going to make the playoff. I, don't, I still think they're going to make the playoff, even with this loss. But, Hey man, what can you say about this game, man? It, it gave you everything that you needed. Bryce Young, 24 for 48, 369, three touchdowns in the pick. Brian Robinson, 24 carries, 147, uh, no touchdowns. Uh Jalen Williams, the receiver for Bama, 10 receptions, 146, 2 touchdowns. I mean, these guys gave it they all at Bama, man, and we were treated to another big time game. This is I gotta say, this one is it's not it's not like them in Auburn because that was different when Auburn did the pick the, the kick, kick six. six. Of course, it's yeah. different. But to knock Bam off the, uh, the defending champions, it's a big deal. And they and them was rocking last night. Last night, man, 110 thousand in Aggie land is crazy. D. So shout out to the, uh, the
0: Aggies on the big win. Big win for the Aggies. Big win for the Aggies. The Aggies uh, are now four and two. They are now four and two. Uh, the Aggies are still in the same position that they were yesterday before they beat Alabama, 41 to 38. Great win for Jimbo Fisher. I have admiration for the man, as we all know. Former Florida State head coach brought me my last national championship. Uh, Cazalda, 21 for 31, 285, three touchdowns and a pick. The running game was so-so for the Aggies, but the defense stepped up, you know, pretty big time for Texas and them yesterday. On the Alabama Crimson side, Bryce Young still for Heisman. 28 for 48, 369 through the air. Three tubs, and he had one turnover. Mr. Robinson, the running back from Bama. 24 carries, 147 yards, 6.1 a clip. But the Bama, Alabama Crimson Tide lose. Now, I want to address something real quick. Not to take anything away from Texas A&M, but I got a question for you, Black. And give me two minutes before you answer. When Alabama lost, why were you all so excited? (laughs) Why were the text messages and the tweets going off? They finally lost. Oh, I can't stand Alabama. They finally lost. I knew they was beatable. Just going on and on and on. Because at 12 o'clock today, the new AP poll came out. And now they're number five. They're still a top five team in this country. And if you want to keep it real, they probably should have just dropped a number two. If you want to keep it real, in my opinion, even they're better than the Iowa Hawkeyes, who got a big win over the Nittany Lions, which we'll speak about in a little bit. But last time that I checked, if you check the standings of the SEC West, who is at the top of those standings? Alabama. Yeah, Alabama Crimson Tide. Who is in control of their destiny to make it to Atlanta? Still this morning, October the uh, 11th, I believe. The see Alabama him? Crimson Tide. Yeah. So 41 to 38. Did you see anything that was concerning? Really, in Alabama losing yesterday, was it? Did anything alarm you from the loss from Alabama yesterday?
1: No, nothing really. I just seen a Texas
0: A&M team that just wanted it more. And it was their night, right? And it was their night, yeah. Yeah, but where Alabama ranked this morning? Number five. Okay, where will they be in January? In the playoff. Are they going to the SEC Championship? Yes, they are. Okay, check, 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 (laughs) check, check. The only team in college football that is is pretty much allowed a loss and it's not going to do anything to them is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Here's a stat, can't take credit for this I got this, I wish I could remember the man's name Excuse me, on Twitter Every year that Nick Saban Ushers in a true freshman Or freshman quarterback He's always lost one game Well last night was Mr. Bryce's young One game Because the rest of the way Whoever you are That's going to be in their way God bless you (laughs) If John, if, 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 uh, oh, Diggs with another pick. God bless. Sorry for that. We're watching the Cowboys and the Giants right now. Mr. Diggs just got his seventh interception in four games. Goodness gracious. Sorry. Back to Alabama. Look, Alabama, Bryce Young, and that offense, they didn't show any type of weakness last night. They did it. The running backs were tremendous. The quarterback was tremendous. The receiving core was still electrifying. The offensive line was still pretty decent. Even though Young got sacked three times, they still held up pretty nice. I don't see any reason to celebrate the loss. I don't see any reason to get on your high horse and think that Alabama's going away. Because guess what we're all going to be doing in January? Being sick to our stomachs that they'll be playing for another national championship. I don't know what a bunch of other you, all you out there are probably saying too. Well, what about Georgia? What about them? The games still have to be played. I told you last week that Georgia and Alabama are getting into the playoff no matter what. I don't care if Alabama lose another game. They still going to the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> so relax, college football world. We're not done with these guys. When I sat in front of my TV and I watched Texas A&M hit the game when the field goal, you know what I did, Black? I said, huh, nice win. Alabama's still going to go to the college football playoff. And I turned it to the Fury and Wilder fight. That's all I did. But then I checked my tweets and my text messages, and people are going nuts. There's no need to go nuts. You go nuts if they lose another one. And then they lose another one. That's when we really get concerned. Just like with Clemson. Clemson lost against Georgia. Eh. Then Clemson goes losing to NZ State. Who? Mm. Oh, now we're concerned. Then they barely make it out of Boston College. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa. That's when you can start getting concerned about Alabama. Not right now. They got one loss, and they're still the top two team in the country. The polls just say they're number five. That's all it says. But great win by the Aggies. Mm -hmm. I hate to rain on you guys' parade. I hate to make you feel like, oh, man, D is right. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, but somebody has to get you guys refocused.
1: Man, boy, I need to look at the rest of their schedule because whoever they got to play next... Hmm. May God be with them May God be with them Yeah you know how people Get though D man Yeah you know how for, people sure, get. for sure For sure You know it's lonely At the top It is You know and people Want to see you fall Yeah You know You, yeah. you got a lot of haters man Sure and Nick Saban got a whole Bunch of them He do Bama got a whole Bunch they of them They do But Nick Saban Like you said Nick Saban has always Always Yeah Found a way We've seen Nick Saban Lift two national Championship trophies With one loss <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not over guys it's not. I just I
1: just wanted to remind people that we've seen them
0: lift two national championship trophies with one loss it's not over guys <laughs> it's just not over so hey everybody dial it back and let's continue to see how this thing plays out but congratulations to the Aggies who are still not at the top of the SEC West and who are still not in any position to make the playoff. they playoff. Oh ranked. yeah. What do you get from beating them on Alabama? 21 Number ranked. 21 in the country. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm not I'm not trying to be this way, but somebody has to keep it real. I guess that make them as good as Florida, cause Florida ranked whoa, 20 and whoa, 21. Whoa, black. Don't do it. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> <Go>. whoa <laughs> Black. Whoa, Black. Right. Hey. Oh man, you know it is what it is. It's Sports Desk. You know, shots fired <laughs> to them boys out there in Gainesville. You feel me? Oh, you know. Black <laughs> oh, <laughs> so coming with that heat for them gators, oh, mate. Oh man. Uh, shout out to couple. <laughs> I got a whole lot of money. I, you know, Pitches I ain't gonna do it y'all, last week. Key, yeah, I'm just gonna boy, you was trending last week. You was
1: trending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, had it. I had people coming up to me on the dock be like, man,
0: what's wrong with your homeboy D? It say D trending, man. Yeah, man, we had to, we had to have a little fun with that last week, man. For, oh, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, no, I, I, I feel what you're saying, so shout-out to uh, Texas. This is K- a joke, man.
1: Come on, man. It's all got to have fun. It's all got to have a little man. fun, man. And I'm pretty
0: sure some Florida Gator fans out there are not going to take too kindly uh, of the laughter. Well, I'm going to get it. I already that, know uh, it. That, that came out of here for that. All right, man. Let's come. Oh, my God <laughs> Hey, man. We cooking in Dallas, Texas, but we'll have more on that uh, tomorrow. All right, man. Let's go ahead and head out to Chapel Hill. We can't make our guys wait that long. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the Florida State Seminoles, Black. Winning their second game in a row, heading to Chapel Hill, 35 to 25, defeating my guy, Mac Brown, in the fighting. Mac Browns yesterday, Black, two in a row. Now, Black, I wanna lead this off by saying, that the Florida State University have two wins this year. We're two and four, but our two wins are against Division I opponents. <laughs> okay. There's another school out there somewhere in Coral Gables, down south in Miami, out there by South Beach. I believe they have t- two wins themselves, I believe. Then they're two and two or something like that, whatever they record is. But their two wins come against um, uh, Episcopal High. And Central Connecticut Tech mm. The Miami Hurricanes have no wins Against Division 1 opponents I just want to put that out there For everybody Because um, uh, Hurricanes The Nose come calling soon We come calling soon That's all I'm going to say Black, two in a row for the Nose Where you at man? Um, Big time win
1: Yeah I guess something's Can I say something's working? Sure is it okay to say
0: that? Sure.
1: Um, Something's working. Norvell's doing something differently. I don't know exactly what it is, but I seen what you said you were looking for. Yes. Kids who are going to compete. Yes. And see if they want to keep with it after a win. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yep. If you don't believe it or not, North Carolina was ranked, was ranked in the top 10 beginning of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we didn't know. We we talked a lot previewing North Carolina and what they had, and I believe they didn't have much. Mm-hmm. And D was like, No, I disagree. I think they still got enough talent for Mr. Hi- Sam Howell um, to be a Heisman candidate sure. and potentially make some noise. Sure. I was Mr. dead Sam, wrong. Mr. Sam Howell, you're 0 2 against the Florida State Seminoles. And I was dead wrong. And you know what, Mr. Howell? You decommitted from Florida State uh, yes, to he go did. to North Carolina. Yes, he did. And now you're owing two, so eat that, sir. <laughs> North Carolina is really not a good team, D. No, they're not. They're really not good. And I seen something from Mike Norvell, and it impressed me. Mike Novell said, "Oh, y'all not going to stop the run. I'm going to keep. am going to keep running the ball." Yep. And that's exactly what he did. I didn't. He said, "Oh, Travis, they can't stop you." Let's continue to give you the ball and you make plays. Be athletic and just make plays. Mm-hmm. And that's what we seen from Mister uh, Mister Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. That's what we seen from Mister Jordan Travis yesterday. Nice win, D. Want to see them keep it rolling? See what they can do here. Sure. You know, some people believe they could. They have potential, a uh, chance to potentially win out. I don't know how true that is because we do play the Florida Gators at the end of the year. Florida is a very tough team. That's, and then we play. We still got to go to Dell Valley mm-hmm. and play the Clemson Tigers. And like you say, Miami's a looming. Mm-hmm. NC State's looming. Who is ranked? Who is ranked? And I think, are they undefeated? Or, they or, all have one loss. One they're loss. Oh, yeah. I know, but they're ranked, correct? Mm-hmm. That would be a nice win, wouldn't it, too, D, if it, it would be NC State? It would be. But I'm just taking it week by week deep still. It's good to see them win, see mm-hmm. them build some confidence. You see, you see everybody seem like they're coming along and you see you see everybody happy. When you when you win it just does something to your morale. Of course. And we seeing a different morale around in Tallahassee and everything. I mean, it was it was amazing to see them on the phone with the number one recruiting nation. He was like, Yeah man, y'all beat them boys. Mm-hmm. He on the FaceTime with them while they in the locker room having a good old time. Very, very happy to see them win. D. Yep. Want to see what they can keep building upon and see where the rest of this season can go.
0: Yeah. Um. Last week I said I was gonna be glued to the TV to see if we can improve on getting the W. Can we take that energy and go? Um. And we did. Uh. But I can't lie. I got frustrated during the game because there was no reason why Mackenzie Millen should have ever started the game at Florida State. Jordan Travis should have been the starter the whole entire time because. Let's call it what it is. Is the kid going to be an NFL quarterback? No. You know who he reminds me of a little bit? Chris Ricks. That's who he reminds me of. A gamer. (laughs) Kid got guts. He going to play. It ain't going to look pretty. He'll run around. He'll make some decent throws. But he'll make big plays on them legs. And he'll keep you in it. Keep you in it. If you really look at the games that Jordan Travis was the starter for Florida State, he hasn't been ran out of the building that once. He hasn't. He has losses, but he hasn't been ran out of the building. So, I got to keep it real. I thought about that during the game. I thought about during the game that McKenzie Milton shouldn't have been in there versus Jacksonville State. He shouldn't have been in there. Great success story. I have been 1,000% open uh, how I feel about the uh, McKenzie situation and so grateful and thankful that the kid is living a healthy quality of life. But I just wish he was playing football somewhere else. That's just the truth. Now, back to the game. Saw fight. I saw effort. I saw energy. The one thing that I knew we was gonna win this game. You wanna know what that was, Black? When they went to the sideline, and by God, Martin Orville had on burger the sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) When I seen Coach Norville lose the khakis and his belt, and just said, "The hell with it. I'm wearing the sweatpants that I walk around the hotel room with to the game." Mm. I said, "Hmm, there's some rugged mentality with that." (laughs) I'm going to take what I can get, and I'm going to cash it in. Now, do I feel all that better about Mr. Norville being my head coach? I wouldn't say I feel all that much better, but I will say this. Kudos to the man for getting the kids focused. Kudos to the man for getting the kids to believe in his message this week, and we won. That North Carolina team, they're not that great, but it's hard to go up there and get a win. It's hard. When you have a pretty much a first-round quarterback talent Sam Howell out there, that's a tough win. And they went up there and got it. UMass is looming. We should really blow them out. That's what I see. If we're turning the corner, we should decimate UMass. I don't want no 19-14 to win or nothing like that. We should decimate these guys. We should. But we'll see. But ultimately, solid win for the kids. I was happy to see the kids overjoyed, play well, be focused, have a great time. We have some boneheaded players, of course. But all in all, I was happy to see that we was able to stick together, go on the roll, and get a win. Impressed by it. Yes, I was impressed by it. Is our season a loss for the majority? Yes, it is. But if somehow, way, we can go on a little run here, maybe I'll revisit how I feel about that. We go to Death Valley. Them boys sitting at 3-2. and two. They're not the very best team in this country as well. I'm really going to be intrigued by that. I got a really sneaky feeling that game is going to be at 8 o'clock for some reason. Really sneaky feeling. So, you got NC State. They come to dope. You got to go to Florida. We have some tough games left on the schedule. Could Florida State somehow, someway finish above 500 this year, Black? Is it possible to you for us to finish over 500? It's a possibility. Okay. Uh, they just gotta. They got to
1: keep doing what they're doing. You keep chugging along, my boy. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> brick by brick. Brick see, by I see, brick. I, see, I seen them smashing some bricks up, getting grass, yeah. whatever yeah. it was. They just got to keep building on every week. You just keep building mm-hmm. every week. You keep building. Like you say, next week I'm li- they play UMass one in five UMass. I'm looking. I want to see annihilation. Yes, turn up. I need to see something turn up because. The week after that You want to try to go in The Tigers come calling You want to go in there With a You know Some good confidence Mm -hmm. You don't want to be like Dang man We struggle with UMass Going to Dev Valley Mm -mm. Where it's going to be Rocking that You want some confidence You know So you want to go in there With a lot of confidence So It's going to be interesting To see where they go from here D Just a few numbers From the uh, From the game From last night Jordan Travis uh, uh, 11 for 13 The kid don't throw the football man no. 11 for 13, 145 and three touchdowns. Jordan Ta- Travis, 14 carries, 121 on the ground and two touchdowns. The the kid can do it all, man. And his running set up the pass when he throw the touchdowns. Because people so be so locked in on him running, it opens up stuff down the field, and 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 that's how he makes his living. <laughs> yep. That's how he got Florida State two wins. We seen it against Syracuse, and we seen it this week. We seen it Saturday against North Carolina. So. Yeah D, they just
0: keep chugging along man And brick by brick and see what happens We'll see what happens Back to back wins for Seminoles Headed to UMass next week Hopefully we can keep riding on this wave Building something to try to salvage This disappointing start uh, to the season And to the Mike Norvell era So we'll see how that goes Alright Black, let's get to two shootouts man Two classics that was on our hands yesterday By God, let's go on at the Ole Miss man Arkansas, Ole Miss what a game. What a game. 52 to 51. The Rebels come through with the win. Um, Pittman, who's the head coach for Arkansas? Uh Sam Pittman. Pittman. Yeah. Sam Pittman. Went for two. I like it, though. I like it. Too. I like it too. Uh, it's
1: college football, bro. This ain't the
0: NFL. I like it too. My man said he was dropping them and he was going for the win. I appreciated that. But they didn't get it. Jefferson, the quarterback from Arkansas, who's from Mississippi. He had the opportunity to you know really state his claim, man, and have a moment, man. But you and, know,
1: and, and 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 that's not on him. I know we're gonna get not, into the game. Yeah, that's coaching because this guy had been running the ball fearless in this game. You put the, of course, he got the ball in him, but you give him an opportunity to run that ball in and get that two point, man. You don't make him throw the ball in that situation down. That was, I I just think that was a bad call. D on in my opinion. He had been running up in between the tackles. I mean, getting yardage, chunks of yardage against Ole Miss. Why not do the same down there on the goal line for the two-point? I just didn't understand the call. But, man, um, listen to me, man. That kid is special, man. Every time I hear that he's a sophomore, I be like, oh, man. <laughs> like, Arkansas finna be around while this kid is there. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, while he's there, they can continue to get some more talent in there. But Sam Pittman is doing a hell of a job. I just... Freaking forgot he was on the Alabama. I didn't even know he was on the Alabama staff um, when uh, <laughs> with Nick Saban mm-hmm. coaching the offensive line. I didn't know that, but Sam Pittman got this Arkansas team looking good. I can't blame Mr. Pittman, man. This ain't this ain't the pros. You ain't gonna lose your job, bro. These kids, bro, give them the opportunity to win games, and that's what he did. Even though he lost by a point, he didn't get the extra point. Arkansas came to play football uh jefferson uh 25 for 35 the 326 three touchdowns in the pick i mean the kid had a had a hell of a day trey burks seven receptions 136 in a touchdown these kids balled out in arkansas man matt carroll he was 14 for 21 287 and two touchdowns um a receiver it's a receiver for them something blair uh blair sanders this kid had two receptions for 127 and one touchdown, man. Of course, he had the long touchdown to win the game that uh, helped them be victorious in the game. But, man, hell of a game. Hell of a game. These are the type of games you'd like to see in college football, shootouts. They just keep you on your toes. But, man, we retreated
0: to a good one, D. Yes, man. You got to love those 12 o'clock noon shootouts. I knew this was going to be a high-score game. Two teams coming off a loss. And they needed to have this band in the SEC West, man, to kind of keep their hopes alive. Arkansas came out the gate, hot, got a big win over then ranked number seven, Texas A&M. Of course, Ole Miss, you know, just trying to get a signature win, signature win. They didn't get that against Alabama. But these two schools came in yesterday and they put on an absolute show. I mean, you just seen the wizardry of uh, Lane Kiffin with that offense yesterday. And shout out to Mr. Carroll, man. Grit. Guts through six interceptions the year before versus Arkansas and he came in to try to clean that up He also had nine to five rushing yards yesterday. The running game for Ole Miss was electric They had two running backs over 100 yards rushing Parrish and Connor both with t- 10 plus carries 111, 110 yards respectively both of these guys over seven yards per carry Yesterday just a real balanced game for the rebels and you just seen yesterday towards the end of the game Hell, who had the ball last? (laughs) Who had the ball last? Ole Miss get that late touchdown. I think it was like less than a minute left. Arkansas goes straight back down the field. Pittman says, you know what? We're going for the win. I love the call. Those kids on that sideline for Arkansas, they got to love the call. Even though they they didn't get the win, it's going to carry them because their coach believes in them. You got to have those moments. He could have kicked extra point and went for overtime. Would anybody want to have been mad? No. But what drama what theater for him to say the hell with it? Leave the laminated play calling sheet on the ground. We are going for the win, and just an electric game at all conferences in the SEC. 50 plus point games in the SEC at one point in time. You was getting 19 to 14, <laughs> 10 to three. But nah, these teams are really, really, really lighting up the scoreboard, and it's the evolution evolution of football. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. This is a uh, uh, high-scoring game nowadays, even in the NFL. Football is just up the field, up the field, up the field. And you saw it yesterday. Treated to a great game. Shout-out to the Rebels and shout-out to the Razorbacks. Look forward to see how these guys turn out. All right, but let's get out to the Cotton Bowl, man. The Red River rivalry, my boy. Now, let me paint a little picture for y'all real quick. So I'm in a group chat, me and Black, and we got Copple, and then we got the homie uh, Kevin Dunbar. We all in a little group chat talking some college football. And, um, you know, before the game out, the barrage was on me. <laughs> Copple, <laughs> Black, Dunbar, they all were on the horns. They just drilling my boy, Spencer Rattler, who deserves to be drilled. They just, 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 just getting off on the Sooners. You need to drill him too. And I was the only one standing, I'll get to that. I was (coughs) the only one standing in the paint, hollering, boomer Sooner. Sooner. (laughs) And by God, what an up and down movie that was yesterday. man. The Longhorns jump out big on the Sooners. Thought this thing was going to be a dead runaway. Thought Oklahoma was going to get absolutely embarrassed. But in the famous words, well, not words, but in one of the famous sayings from Stone Cold Steve Austin, ah-ah, <laughs> the Sooner Survive. Come back down 20-plus to get to win 55-48. to 48. A fantastic game. A rivalry that down there in Texas, And in Oklahoma, they live for it. This is the one game throughout the year that everybody and their mama, their granddad, everybody pays attention to that game, whether you're from Texas or Oklahoma. Classic comeback win for the Sooners yesterday. Black, first, what'd you think of the game? And two, could you believe that the Sooners, despite the quarterback change from my former Heisman pick, I, I, I got off Riddler week three. Nah, you, so got, go some, Plank, you got to go back week three. I will. Oh, okay. I got off Rattler three three, and I've been riding with Young. I'll address that in a second. But Black, <laughs> what you think about the game yesterday? Sooners get to get the epic comeback win. One word: the box office. I mean, two words: box office.
1: Man, we were treated to something special. Man, like the Red River rivalry is a big time staple in. College football. It's one of those games you're always going to keep an eye on and you're always going to tune in and you're going to watch. Man, but we were treated yesterday to an amazing, amazing football game. I mean, I mean, this thing looked like Texas was finna blow the, the doze off Oklahoma, but like they just say, Oklahoma say, uh-uh. Ah, ah. I mean, these boys just kept on breaking them down, breaking them down. Keep... And it it didn't look like no time that Oklahoma lost any confidence in the game, even when they was down. Uh, what's the head coach? I, I can't even think his name, dude. Oklahoma head coach. Riley? Riley, he is a genius, man. I see why they call him the quarterback wizard, my boy. Because, man, out of Thank all, all right. those problems he was having with Spencer Rattling, and then to bring this Caleb Williams kid in, man, mm-hmm. who, I mean, his first play in the game, he ran for 65 yards to the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, it's crazy. Listen to some of these numbers, D, man. Caleb Williams, 16 for 25, 212, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Three total touchdowns. Um, Kenan Brooks. Kaylin Brooks, I could be. I don't even know his first name. 25 carries, 217, two touchdowns, and the touchdown to win win the game. Uh, Marcel Mims, five receptions, 136, two touchdowns. I just want you to listen to this Texas side, bro, because this just blowed my mind. Caleb, uh, Caleb Thompson, 20 for 34, 388, five touchdowns. Uh, the running back, Robertson, 20 carries, 137 in a touchdown. Rye receiver, freshman, superstar in the making, Xavier Worthy. Nine receptions, 261 and two touchdowns. Now, if you hit them numbers, you tell me a team lost? <laughs> they did not lose. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this was... A heavyweight fight, man. And we got treated to another great, great fight. I mean, a great, great uh game last yesterday at 12 o'clock with Oklahoma and Texas, man. This game had everything you needed. It had the highs, the lows, everything you needed, man. Highly impressed, man, with what this young... Sarkeeson got something at Texas, man. He, he got does. a lot of young talent over there. He does. And I think, you know, if he keep on, you know, once he get his... Get himself incorporated His offense Everything He put his foot stamp On everything Cause he's still playing With a lot of kids Who were already there Before he came mm-hmm. So Once he get his full Foot, st- uh, foot stamp On his program I think Texas Is gonna be something scary And something to watch out for But shout out man To Oklahoma For never giving up I mean Coming back man When it looked like They were gonna be Left in the dirt man To be knocked off by Texas They came back And found a way To win this football game <laughs>
0: This is a a sports desk first I don't think this has ever happened in the history Of the sports desk where I gave myself bells (laughs) I gave myself Some undertaker bells I just got to come out and just Own my mess man I caped for you Spencer I caped for you Frankly I don't know what's going on with you sir But I was dead wrong. I was made to look like a fool because of you. I sit here and I went to war about the potential season I thought you would have. I thought you would win the Heisman, at least be nominated for it. I called Oklahoma to win the national championship this year, which they still have a chance to do. So being that they are now the number four team in this country but mr rattler's performances have gotten worse and worse and worse and call me foolish but i thought that yesterday rivalry game that rattler would come out and this will be the game where we will see the magic start to rekindle with the brilliance of lincoln riley and the talent of spencer rattler All day long, text messages hit my phone from people who listen to the sports desk. Boy, ain't Spencer your boy. Ain't Spencer your boy. Ain't Spencer your boy. (coughs) (laughs) Spencer got pulled in the second quarter for Mr. Caleb Williams. And on the very first play, the man touched the ball. The man ran for a 70-plus yard touchdown. Good God. They throw Spencer back out there in the second quarter to see if he can muster up some energy, and he did nothing. Lincoln Riley made the official change in the second half. A potential number one overall quarterback is now on the sideline as a backup. Mm. The situation just looked absolutely ugly. I don't know what's going on mentally with Riley because it can't be the, the his physical attributes because he's not hurt. He's not hurt. So what is it that's causing this man to now be the backup quarterback? Spencer Rattler's career in Oklahoma is probably officially over. Oh, man. Kayla Williams will take over the ham the rest of the way. Spencer Rattler probably a transfer next season. Due to the way the portal is working, he'll be playing for someone else next year. He won't be able to come out this year. He's going to have to go back to college. Because he was potentially a top five pick in this draft. That's no more. Mm. This quarterback class is already boof anyway. Sam Howell like he's going to go be the first quarterback taken. (laughs) But I was dead wrong about Spencer Rattler. Can you blame me? We saw what talent the young man displayed. And it's not even a turnover game. Because even though he's turning the football over. He's not doing anything to give it back to his team. He just absolutely flatlined on the Sooners. Mm. And when you get a spark like Mr. Caleb Williams has given the Sooners for them to come back to beat their arch rival after being down 20, you got to give them the keys. Lincoln Riley can't go back Spencer Rattler. Mm. Now, the Sooners are off next week. I believe they're off. I think they're idle next week. I don't think they have a game if, if, if my ears... Her correctly i'm checking their schedule right now but i think they're off next week and it looks like no they're not off they have tcu next week at home 7 30 we'll see what happens but i was wrong now i officially got off the bandwagon week three i've been on the bryce young train <laughs> i've been long gone from uh norman oklahoma so y'all can miss me with your rhetoric and your jabs. Cause if you go back three episodes ago, I've been told y'all left Norman, Oklahoma. I'm now riding with Mister Bryce Young for highs, and I said it. Now leave me alone. Dang, bro. Leave me alone. Anything <laughs> else? Black, before we wrap up and move on?
1: Yeah, man. I just tried. To, I just want to say, I told you so. Yeah, you, you did. know, I just told you so, man. I just you it's did. just something about the kid, man. And we seen it firsthand, man. I mean, just laziness with the football. I mean, you come to the sideline with your hands up like this. Like what you what you got your hands up? What are you holding your hands up for? Why are you holding your hands up? <laughs> That's not helping your situation. <laughs> now you're sitting on the side. Man, it's
0: it really sideline. sucks
1: for the kid that <laughs> he gonna have to come back to school. Yep. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I just it's just something about the kid, man. When you turn the ball over, good things just don't happen, especially in Oklahoma, especially with a coach like R- Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. You cannot turn the ball over, and that kid has done a lot of that since he's been at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the time we're going if D, if, 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 if you're correct, hopefully we can see him in another situation where he potentially could look better. I don't know if it, the, the pressure of playing at Oklahoma got the best of him or what. I don't know what it is, D. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. but you came into the season a front runner for the Heisman Trophy, to win the Heisman Trophy. That is long gone, sir. Sure. <laughs> that is long gone. Sure, but Yeah, man. It's no way, like you said, Leakin Riley can go back to uh, Spencer Riley. I would be shocked if Spencer Riley, well, Spencer Riley walks out Saturday against TCU and he's the quarterback. But, you know, we've seen things like this before. But, man, after a game like that, after Caleb Williams brought his team back from being almost defeated to victorious you have to get a kid a shot
0: man and see what he can do the rest of the way yeah and we're going to see we're going to see exactly who comes out and starts uh for um all the Sooners next week all right black let's get to the big 10 and did we have an old school knockout drag out big 10 battle yesterday The number three ranked now number two ranked Iowa Hawkeyes knocked off the previously number four ranked uh, Nittany Lions of Penn State 23 to 20. I had this game on also while I was watching this game and the Florida, Florida State, I mean, excuse me, the Florida State and North Carolina game. And I forget the other game that I was watching. I think it was Georgia and uh, uh, Auburn. But anyway, grueling game. Thought Penn State was going to win this game. They opened this thing up 17 to three. Looked like the Nittany Lions were more athletic. Looked like they were more sound and more focused than Iowa. But Kurt Ferris had his kids focused in that second half. And they ran down the Nittany Lions. Slugfest back and forth in the fourth quarter. I love those types of games where you just don't know who's going to pull it out. Iowa Hawkeyes indeed indeed win this game. The Big Ten, in my opinion, is the best conference in college football right now. Mm -hmm. Top to bottom, they have the better teams. They're better than the SEC overall as a conference. Alabama and Georgia are the best two teams, period. But overall, as a conference, man, the Big Ten got a lot of great things going on out there. Hell, have they conference in the top 25? In the and, top 10. And, and they got a real shot to really, <laughs> really shake some things <laughs> up out there. But <laughs> back to the game yesterday, man. What did you think, man? I Iowa narrowly, narrowly beating the Nittany Lions yesterday, 23-20. to Yeah, man, this was a good game. I just... <laughs> Look, I
1: picked Iowa to win this game, and they did. But, man, I just feel like if uh, Clifford, Shane Clifford wouldn't have got hurt.
0: Yeah. We, we talk
1: about something different. He got knocked out in the third quarter of this game. So, they had to put the young uh, sophomore back there, man. And and Iowa just had him running <laughs> running wild out there, man. And he couldn't do much. And then he was, you know, turning the ball over. And that's something you can't do. Man, let me say something about these DBs from Iowa, man. Mm. These kids are the truth, man. I I don't even know number 26 name whoever he is, sir. So I don't even know your name. But man, these <laughs> that dude is the truth, man. People mm-hmm. talking about him being a a, a a top draft pick this year. These hours out of deep, I mean these DBs out of hour. I always keep some good tight ends and some good DBs, man. Mm-hmm. So, and and we seen this old rugged uh Cliff, what's his name? Ferrans. He always Kurt got that. Kurt. Fans always got these rough, rugged, uh, hard nosed football teams, man, and that's what we we got treated to yesterday. This wasn't no flashy shootout. Mm-mm. This was a defensive war. Slugfest, you know, get get it the best way you can, and that's what we seen, man. But that crowd was
0: amazing. Great crowd, man. Great, great, great crowd.
1: Great atmosphere. Great football game. Shout out to Iowa, man, on the big win. We hadn't seen Iowa in this spot, man, for,
0: for, for a while. Since 2008.
1: Yeah, so seeing them back, man, and sitting and num- being a number two ranked team, that's something big for them, man. But they still got big games to go, so we'll they see do. where they
0: go from here. They do. Look, man, great game. Great game yesterday. Probably one of the better college football games so far in this season. Iowa, man, their schedule is brutal. I mean, it doesn't get any, you know, any easier for them. I mean, they, you know, they do have Purdue coming up, who's not that impressive. Wisconsin is still tough. They gotta, they should take care of Northwestern, no problem. Minnesota isn't that easy. Illinois. Then on Friday at three thirty in Lincoln, Nebraska, they end a season against the Cornhuskers, who are playing extremely tough. So this has been a tough road so far uh, for Iowa. Penn State has some pretty big games to go as well. But all in all, just a great game yesterday for the Big Ten. All right, let's travel back up to the SEC. We're going to stop by two games here. One is really not that much to talk about. The Dogs roll yesterday once again. The Georgia Bulldogs head out to Auburn and they take care of the Auburn Tigers on Saturday out there. Black, I mean, Georgia is now indeed the number one ranked team in the country. I said last week that I kind of felt that they should be worthy of that number one ranking before the Alabama loss. This 34-10 the win over Auburn yesterday, (sighs) they gave up 10 points, man. (laughs) They're literally giving up 7.9 points this season, bro. Bro, we in the sixth game of the season. (laughs) And they're not even giving up double-figure points what do you got to say about the Bulldogs yesterday? Their offense came alive a little bit yesterday as well. Yeah, they did,
1: man. Uh, man, that wasn't even the highlight of the game, man. It wasn't the game, man. It was Bruce Pearl and Cam Newton. I mean, sitting in the student section getting busy up yeah, there, man. man. Yeah, I man. enjoyed that. I enjoyed that more than the football game because yeah. you know Georgia was going to be dominant. Yeah. Like, what you expected. You yeah. know, like, and I was just shocked that Auburn was able to get – who up. Bo Nix, whoever it was that scored that touchdown, congratulations to you. Yeah, it wasn't Bo Nix. <laughs> it wasn't him. Whoever it was, congratulations to you, man, yeah. because Georgia, Georgia literally looks like the most dominant team right now in college football, man. And the way these guys are playing football, and I know they still got still got a ways to go. I think they got, uh, they got Kentucky next week. So, dad, we going to see what happened with that. We going to see what happened with that because – Kentucky is another, you know, tough, tough team on the defensive side of the ball as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see where Georgia go from here, man. They um they're gonna continue to uh to continue to be right where they are. Expect them to be in Atlanta. Expect them to keep doing what they're doing, man. But very, very tough game next week. Uh going to I think they go to Lexington or uh, I think they go to Lexington next week, if I'm not mistaken. I could mm. be wrong. But um, looking forward to that game next week. No, they
0: get, the, they get the Wildcats at home. Oh, okay. Well, man. Home.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. God bless
0: the Wildcats. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about them in a second. Um, <laughs> why is Bo Nix still playing collegiate football?
1: Why? Man, he was fine with Bo Nix when he was playing at Penn State. You said they looked good, man.
0: Give, I didn't say that. Give Bo Nix a break. I man. didn't say that. You did. I did not go said, replay the episode. I ain't show Bo Nix no love. Uh, this man is trash. Who who the head coach of I don't know. He finna lose his job. He just got there. Bro They so just hired him. They this is egregious. Him. Bo Nix was absolutely putrid. I know they were playing Georgia. Bo Nix was twenty one for thirty eight. Good God! Four sacks and an interception. 207 yards passing. The man couldn't do nothing on the ground. The man had a whopping 10 carries for negative 16 yards. The man is the reason why Auburn sucks. They got to get him out of there. Joey Gatewood should have been the starting quarterback for this team last season. Now they apparently they apparently got some young talent with Finley back there who can do a little something. Auburn, what is going to take Alabama to beat you by ninety? Auburn is the most frustrating team in college football to me. They clearly have talent, but you, but you want to ride with Bo Nix. The Bulldogs just did it again. Overly expose Auburn for what they are, and Bo Nix clearly has no talent or no direction to be anything. <laughs> Until <laughs> Auburn gets rid of Bo Nix, it's Bo, and he only a sophomore. Guess what? They're going to run Bo Nix out there next year again because his daddy done paid him off. Man, his daddy was a quarterback there, man. Paid him off. <laughs> I'm so, every time I watch Auburn, I get frustrated because <laughs> they can be so much better than what they are. But y'all keep on sticking with Bo Nix and finish last in the SEC West every year. Y'all go ahead. And why they keep ranking y'all in the top 10 to start the season? <laughs>
1: They just let me know how you feel about next week when
0: they go to Arkansas. You already know what I think. Pig suey. Pig suey. All day long. Get rid of them boys, man. Nobody got no time for them like that. All right, Black. Black. The Kentucky Wildcats. Absolutely embarrassed the LSU Tigers yesterday. They giving them boys a 40-piece and a biscuit with a small Diet Coke and a Happy Meal toy out the door. First off Ed Orgeron It's been nice knowing you Mm, Ed Orgeron Will not be the coach For LSU next season Dang D Coach Ed Orgeron Got a once In a lifetime class And he cashed in You look at Chase and Burrow today And be like Good God Them boys Is in college together You look at All the talent That that LSU team Arguably The best team Ever assembled for one season in college football Arguably, I'll argue that With my 12 Florida State Seminoles But it's arguable 2008 Gators as well, it's arguable But Mr. Orgeron And the staff that he has there Them boys can't coach <laughs> Them boys can't coach LSU was a mess And they only heading down All these allegations they got going on over their head as well that they might cash in on. LSU looked absolutely awful yesterday versus Kentucky. Absolutely awful. The Wildcats led by Stoops. Them boys about that, man. Mm. Now the Dawgs come calling. And we'll get that in a second. Black, am I being a little too hard on Air Ordron and the coaching staff for the Tigers? Am I right on? No nah,
1: man It's <laughs> This the thing They got the talent, man They got some nice talent But yeah, Orger I, <laughs> I hate the He won a natty, man Like Did he? Did he win it? He the coach, D I
0: know that But did he win it? I don't know A oh, lot okay, of people yeah. say uh, Joe Brady oh, Was the mastermind okay. behind oh, that Oh, who should have been The head coach well, there Before see, you well, let he, he in North oh. Carolina
1: He in Carolina now With the Panthers I'm just so, saying Yeah mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. His time, I, 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 I might have to agree with you, D. His time may be up, man, in LSU. Because you can only lose so much at LSU before people start the knocking on your doors and you getting the calls and the late night um, letters underneath your door. And <laughs> yep. It's time to go, Coach O. <laughs> it's time to go, man. But shout out to Kentucky, man. They're another dominant week. I mean, they just manhandled uh, LSU, man. Yep. So and, and like you say, looking forward to next week. But Kentucky... Uh, Mark Sto- is Mark Stoops? Bob it's Mark Mark Stoops building something in Kentucky, man, and he's doing it with a lot of guys who were uh highly recruited, a bunch of three stars, and some guys was two stars, but he's not doing it. He's he's not doing it with a whole bunch of talent, man. He got a group of guys who who really really bought into what he's trying to do there, man, and they putting it together, and I can't wait to see you know what they do moving forward.
0: You know, some of the comments after the game last night that the media was saying about LSU, LSU gave up, LSU looked weak, they weren't prepared, they weren't focused. You don't really hear that about LSU teams. Lord knows we didn't hear that probably until the end with Les Miles, when well, he was there. Probably until the end when Les Miles had just lost his mind when he was out there at LSU doing what Lord knows he shouldn't have been. And now Coach O came in as his massive motivator. I love Coach O. When you listen to him talk, he can motivate you while talking. But uh, it's the reason why Coach O don't wear a headset. Mm. And it's not because he like Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Coach O really know about the Mexicans and O's like that, man. I just think he's a motivator. I think he can get anybody hyped up to play. But when you got the Wildcats up on your 28 to nothing, and them kids start looking at you, Coach O, because they need help. <laughs> <laughs> Them boys need that help, Coach O, and you ain't giving them boys no help. Boy, them boys from Kentucky were laying that thing down on y'all, boy. And then Coach O got the nerve to sit up here in the postcard, to, wah, 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 uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, we are gonna keep fighting, and uh, that's what we do here. Uh, go Tigers! It ain't no go Tigers! Your team is looking at you, asking for help. And Coach Ho And that coaching staff Just ain't there To provide with nothing man Now They got Florida next week Florida should be Coming out there Chomping at the beats, Bitch To absolutely Eviscerate the Tigers and man then, Let me tell Uh oh Don't Go ahead D no, no go ahead No Go ahead Bro, bro I'm already in
1: enough trouble Go bro. ahead bro Go ahead bro I'm Look, with you though Florida gonna obliterate LSU Yeah you that's sure what I about? want to say That's okay. what I want
0: all right. Alright. I know what you was gonna say, it, but you didn't want to say it. Florida should absolutely take care of the Tigers next week. It's really sad that's what's happening out there, at LSU. They just won a championship two seasons ago. But you talking about falling flat on your face after you reach the top of the ladder? I mean, at least I mean at, I mean, golly, they didn't even look at what they season look at the season they had last year. Their highlight was Brad Johnson Jr. beating Florida in Gainesville. That was it. And now Brad Johnson Jr. out here I mean my man just running for his life He can't run to begin with We're going to see what happens with Coach O man But man, I just got to keep it real man I think it's time for Coach O to go man I just think it's time for him to go Black Got him a natty man I, And that's fine <laughs> The man should, he, he could be an analyst Do his own radio show He'll be taking care of for life Cause Lord knows when the next time LSU even think They finna win a national championship <laughs> They in the same boat with us down uh, uh, out here in Tallahassee. I mean, what they think they finna do? Them boys need help. <laughs> Them boys in Baton Rouge need help, and it ain't no help coming their way no time soon, boy. It ain't no help coming up that oh, way no time so now lsu fans don't be trying to blow me up man i'm just keeping it the real y'all know i'm telling the truth i'm speaking for y'all i'm speaking for y'all man oh, i man. love coach O but it's time i just think it's time has come what they need these? they need help <laughs> <laughs> them boys know they need that help boy because i think i got like them back room i'm sitting there watching <laughs> last night boy i just turned the tv in the second quarter <laughs> I say good Ooh. God, them boys look stink out there, boy. I tell you, ain't no type of effort. Oh man. Yeah, man. It's a rap for them boys oh, out there. It's man. a wrap. All right, man. We're getting ready to wrap up this episode, man. But real quick, Black, Ooh. you know. Hold on. Man, real man. quick, man, before we start, uh, before we wrap up, we're gonna get in the next week. Black over here rolling, man. Before we get out of here, we got week seven I'm gonna call out some of a call of games, man. And we really gonna see. Uh, what's going on We got some decent games Happening next week Week 7 of college football I'm going to call a couple of them out And we're going to see where you, where you at man Black The Auburn Tigers And the Arkansas Razorbacks 12 o'clock CBS Who gets the win? Arkansas Big man Yeah I like Arkansas Big As well They back at home Finally I think They just absolutely Roll the Tigers Black we just talked about them Them boys out there In Baton Rouge You need help <coughs> Them boys take on the Florida Gators at 12 o'clock on ESPN. On the Gators go to Death Valley. Black, who gets the victory?
1: Uh, Florida win this game.
0: Okay, now, because you know I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to get down, you know I'm rich now. I think Florida win this game by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think Florida take care of the Tigers for sure. Just makes it a lot more ugly for Coach O and them boys out there in Baton Rouge. All right, trick game for the Spartans next week, I think. They go out to Indiana, 12 o'clock. Twelve o'clock kickoff, Fox Sports One, the tenth rake the tenth rate Spartans. Who do you got?
1: Oh man, I got uh, my man Mel Tucker, man. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with
0: Mel Tucker, your boy. Yeah, that's my boy, man. I'm, I'm I'm rolling with the Spartans in this one, man. Absolutely. All right, Texas and Oklahoma State, the now five and zero. 12th ranked Cowboys Head to Austin To face the 25th ranked uh, Texas Longhorns I think this is the first time i seen Oh no they was ranked When they played Oklahoma oh, Okay mm-hmm. I like This is the first time I've seen the team who will rank, lose, and then be ranked the next week before. But they was number 21 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who you got? The Cowboys or the Longhorns? I'm rolling with the Longhorns. I think they bounce back, man. And get a
1: big win and knock off uh, Oklahoma State from the undefeated. I like Oklahoma State.
0: Really? I like Oklahoma State to go to Austin and get a big win. I like what mm. they're doing out there. I just like it. All right. Um, right. Let's see what else we got coming up on the slate. This week, we have the number 11th ranked Kentucky Wildcats going to number one. They face the Georgia Bulldogs 330 CBS Black. What we looking like, dogs, Wildcats. D.D., this game,
1: <clears throat> Georgia is so dominant, man. Yeah. But Kentucky can do some things, too. I think Kentucky scores more than 10 points. All right. But they don't win the game. Mm-mm. I think they score more than 10 points, but they lose
0: this game. By a touchdown. I kind of hope Kentucky wins this game, just so I can see what it'll do. You hope. I kind of hope. You kind of hope because I just want to see what it'll be like. Okay. If the Kentucky Wildcats can beat the number one ranked team in the country at their place, I just kind of want to see. But I'm not even. You gonna know set what that mean, right? Up. I do know what I mean. Oh, but I'm okay. not gonna set myself up for it. dogs big. <laughs> the dogs roll big. Kentucky fights for well in the first quarter, but it's gonna be a talent issue here. You got three stars versus six stars. (laughs) He said six stars. (laughs) Three stars versus six stars. I think the Georgia Bulldogs win convincingly. All right. Will they do it next week, Black? Will they do it? Will they get their first win against a Division I opponent next week? That's right. The Miami Hurricanes. Come back off an open week and they face the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill 330 on the ACC Network. Do the Cans get their first win against a D1 school?
1: Man, I like the Fighting Mac
0: Browns, Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. We rolling with the Fighting Mac Browns to get it done. Them boys from South Beach might have to come out there and taste that L. You feel me? I'm going with the Fighting Mac Browns. All right. last but not least on the slate for next week. Don't really have any massive, massive big games, but let's just take a stab at this in the ACC, Black. You got the 4-1 and NC State Wolfpack against the 4-1 Boston College Eagles. 730 ACC Network. Do the NC State Wolfpack keep it rolling. Do the Eagle get them.
1: Um, you know what, D? I'm going to go... I'm going to go night game in Boston College yep. and be tricky for NC State. I'm going to go Boston College by a field goal. Okay. Boston College by Boston a field goal. Boston College by
0: a field goal. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm also going gonna, gonna to go NC State. I'm going to NC State. I want NC State to keep chugging along till they got to come down to doke <laughs> in two weeks just <laughs> to set the scene a little bit there. All right. All right. So uh, another great week in college football. Some excellent storylines. Uh, we covered all the big time storylines uh, that took place uh, this past weekend. Like we said, man, week in and week out. This has been a special season. A special season, man, in college football so far. And uh, I think we're almost at the halfway point. Looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season, uh, you know, takes place. All right. You got anything, Black? Black? Yeah, man, I just want
1: to say real quick because uh, I know we ain't going because we don't think this game going to be much, but okay. Mississippi State, God bless you Saturday at 7 o'clock. Who they play?
0: Bama. Yeah, God bless the, uh, <laughs> the Bulldogs, man. Okay. <laughs> Hey, That's the perfect I, opponent after a loss.
1: Oh man, and Bama go to Mississippi State, boy. We gonna hear it's gonna that it's gonna be so quiet in in Mississippi State. You ain't gonna hear no bells. You ain't gonna hear nothing. No bells ringing. Them cowboys up. bells mm-hmm. ain't gonna be doing
0: nothing.
1: No sir. Man, God boy. bless the God. Bulldogs. I just want to say that, D. God
0: bless the dogs, man. God bless the dogs for sure. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So we had an excellent, another excellent weekend in college football. Um, So many great storylines week in and week out. We're loving it, man. The energy that we're getting from the season. So many things are taking place. uh, And we're just looking forward to, like I said before, continuing to covering this thing week in and week out. Remember, tomorrow, Monday, Monday evening, we will be dropping our NFL week wrap-up show right now my Dallas Cowboys are up on the Giants 34 to like they just scored so that's going to be 34 to 20 or 21 three minutes left in the fourth quarter like my Cowboys are going to improve to four and one I don't know what's going on out there with Cleveland and the Chargers right there Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler are going crazy the only reason I know that is because I just got two straight touchdowns by Austin Eckler uh on my phone uh in the Reduced Lunch Sports Fantasy League. So look forward to that wrap-up show tomorrow uh for the NFL to get into a big game tonight, Kansas City and Buffalo. And we haven't updated the uh sports desk um uh fantasy league. So we just want to get it going. So I'm gonna read out the top ten teams in the fantasy league right now, of course, it's a change on Tuesday morning, but we got my boy Charles. That's crazy. Four and knowing the league number one ranked team. We have Kevin Dunbar, Jack's Pullout Kings at three and one. The extorters at three and one. E's 904 Boys at three and one. Crown of the King, which is black, sitting at two and two. The Big Jalapena, that is me, sitting at two and two. Rashad's remarkable team, Mr. Moodham Chains, two and two. Peyton Man is overrated team, sitting at two and two. Molly Rock and my P. Is sitting at two and two, and Larry's legendary team is sitting at two and two as well. So our league is very, very competitive, very, very competitive in our league. But my joint is going off right now with what I got going on, man. So get ready to tune into some of these late games. Get ready for Chiefs and get ready for uh, the Buffalo Bills. All right, Black. Any final things, man, before we uh, get up out of here?
1: Uh, no, <clears throat> no, man. I ain't got nothing. Just appreciate all the love and support, man. From all our listeners, man, y'all keep rocking with us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We hope you guys are uh, doing well. Take care of yourselves. Be safe out there. Remember, tomorrow, Monday, as you listen to this, go ahead and listen to the NFL weekly wrap-up review. NBA season is fastly approaching. I looked up the other day, and I said, man, NBA getting ready to tip off in 10 days. So you know what that means? NBA Preview Show will be coming your guys' way very, very, very soon. Me and Black got a lot of things to figure out. How in God's green earth we going to give you college football, NFL, and NBA in the same week. Lord have mercy. We'll see how it goes. But until next time, thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the support. You can find me at Dedrick Hicks Jr. on Twitter and on Instagram. The Reduce Lunch Sports page on Instagram as well. If you're trying to get in contact with us, shout out to the NPN Network as well. Black, where can they find you?
1: Uh, y'all can find me at BlackENL3 on Twitter and
0: Instagram, man. Y'all hit me up. Yes, sir. All right. Y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. this reduced lunch spots come on now.
1: hey bro you listening to the sports desk hey bro you, hey, you listening to the sports desk new sports hey bro you listening to the sports desk